You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hello, everyone. I am the global CISO for Teleperformance, Jeff Schilling. And today with me, I have Nicholas Acosta Perez, who is the regional CISO for Iberia Latin, Latin America team. And uh, today we're going to do something that's a little unique. Instead of talking about corporate security, Nicholas is going to leverage his skills and talents for cybersecurity to tell you how you can protect yourself at home. So, uh, Nicholas, let's kick off with the first question. There's a ton of things that people can do to uh, protect themselves at home, but what would you say are the two to three most important things that our employees can do to better protect their 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 internet presence and their and their computers at home? Well, he- hello, Jeff. Uh, hello, everyone. So, yeah, uh, the the thing that we we can do at home first, you need to have an inventory of where your information is. Right? Uh, there's been so many years where Basically, you've been leaving information throughout the whole internet. So you just have to be aware of where you have left behind, right? So that's the first step. So you have to, de- you have to do an exercise where you list down every single thing you've done and try to like, capture the most relevant data that you have left behind and know where the data is. So after that, you either decide if, if you are, are going to be... Uh, asking the information to be erased from the site, or if you're gonna keep the information, then you have to properly secure the website that you have the information behind. So that's kind of the first thing. I, I personally uh, also do, most of the time, I have two email accounts. One account when, where, where I just handle the very serious stuff that I use, that I have, like my banking, my financial information, uh, and and I, I basically protect this uh, with the most security controls that I can afford. And then I have another email account where I basically manage the rest. <laughs> what is the rest? Everything that is like trivial and, and doesn't represent a big risk if something gets into that account. So that's the way that I manage my security. So I have uh, one serious account and then like a trivial account for, for, for anything else on the internet. And finally, at home, it's really important that you have a strong password for your Wi-Fi. If that's what you use and you set up the, the, the I mean, your, your internet router at home uh, in a way that no one else, your neighbors or something on the street can access your, your, your Wi-Fi, right? Because the Wi-Fi will be able to be, act, to be, will be accessible from, from the street. So you need to be protected for, for, for the, those uh, uh accesses from from the street so for me those are the one two three things that you can do uh to be protected at at home that's some great insight especially the keeping track of your data Um, one of the things that really causes personal data sprawl across the internet i think is today's use of social media there's some good security practices for our employees to think about when protecting their social media presence online well, so social media is basically about interactions, right? So you interact with uh, so many people that you most of the time keep track of who, who you are interacting with. That's something that at the personal level, without the virtual environment, you are pretty aware. But once you jump into social media, you basically, you, you don't have, you don't track this anymore. So uh, those interactions at the, at the social media level happen because you created over time 
what it's called a virtual persona. And that virtual persona evolves just like a human being, right? And uh, it has, it has, that virtual persona interacts uh, with so many people. And just as in, re as in real life, you need to have some basic and hygiene security controls in order to be protecting your, your information. So what I would recommend here is, again, passwords. Passwords and passwords. Because, you know, uh, on, on, the, on the virtual environment, this virtual persona can be, can be still just by getting your, your password, right? So you need to be aware of this. So passwords is something that you need to create a strong password, keep that password safe. And then um, many of the social media platforms, they have additional controls, security controls, which are called, for example, multi-factor authentication. You should also enable those. Because uh, you know, uh, uh, over time, you can your password can get leaked. You can be reading down reading out your password, and then if the password gets lost, your identity basically gets stolen. So uh, on those social media, have that in place, you know. And and then, uh, well, uh, there are some many privacy and security options that you can set up inside the social media website. For example, sites like Facebook, uh, you can get into privacy and security and you can set up who can see the information that you're sharing. You can, you can configure that, for example, only your friends or your contacts are able to see the pictures that you're posting. So that's really important. And also you have to be aware who are you accepting on your, as, as your social media contact, right? because then that individual will be able to see your information. And finally, a good practice, uh, I, I personally don't use a lot of social media, but a good practice will be on a yearly basis, do a cleanup, go over your social media contacts and see who are you interacting with and basically disconnect from someone that is not relevant for your virtual life anymore. Uh, in that regard, you will have a cleaner interaction with, with the people that you are interested uh, to have contact with. Well, so I thought you just didn't like me. Um, I looked for you on Facebook, and I thought maybe you blocked me. So uh, <laughs> that, that's good to know that you're not on social media and it's nothing personal against me. Um, all kidding aside, <laughs> you make, make a big deal about passwords. And I know last time I checked my personal passwords that I've managed for all the accounts I log into, I had over 67. And so how can, can our employees manage their passwords and what type and how should they um, figure out how to to create those passwords? Well, uh, that's a fantastic question, Jeff. And, and you know, passwords, you can talk about password for hours, uh, but since we have only minutes, let's do it and keep it simple, right? So first, uh, the problem with passwords is that traditionally we've been taught to use complex passwords that are easier for computers to guess or difficult for humans to, to recall, right? So we need to do, is, do this the other way around. So we have to switch into a password that is easier for us to, re to remember. And a computer will be have a, a hard time uh, cracking the password or finding the password out. So that's where the uh, concept of passphrase pass kicks in. So passphrases are basically you switch for using, for example, password like September 2021 pound as your password. And you, for example, could say something like, Autumn is here 
but also is the sun. That's a sentence that you won't forget. And if you switch some of the characters on the, on the phrase for a, for a number and for a special character, you will have a strong password, a really strong password that you don't have to write down. Uh, and a computer trying to crack your password, we basically won't be able to do it, right? So those are the things that uh, on, on the password side, we need to start switching from our personal life and also bringing these uh, good practices to the, to the corporate life. And another thing that is important, well, as you mentioned before, you have more than 60 passwords and I do <laughs> the same thing as well. I have uh, many passwords. Uh, sometimes it's easier to have a, a tool called a password manager. You can have a tool on your cell phone. You can access it by web. There are tools out of the market, like, I don't know, 1Password, uh, for example, or LastPass, uh, LastPass and, and you can use those tools uh, to, to list your passwords. Yes, you will be reading down your passwords, but you are reading those on a safe place. The only thing that you have to remember is that safe has a code. So don't use password one, two, three in order to access that safe, right? So use the strongest password that you can think of, like 30, 30 character password, a passphrase, really strong password, and then protect your whole password with, the, with this strategy. That's the, that would be my recommendation for, for managing passwords. Yeah, every once in a while I Google to see what the most common passwords are just to see if they've changed much. And I think the number one is one, two, three, four. And the number two password is one, two, three, four, five, six. So uh, I think that would be a good exercise for everyone in teleperformance is to do a quick Google to see what the top 10 common passwords are. And if your passwords are in there, then you probably need to change them. And, um, and the other thing that I would throw in here is a lot of times your browser will ask you, should I save this password for this website? Um, many times, you know, that is safe at that point in time because the companies that provide those browsers do a pretty good job with their security controls. But every once in a while, they come up with a vulnerability that causes them to make those passwords vulnerable. So it's definitely not a best practice to check yes when it asks if you want this website to remember your password. Because remember that now you're storing your password into your web browser. And if your web browser becomes compromised, then, then that could compromise your passwords. Yes, and a good thing about those tools that I mentioned before, like 1Password or, or LastPass, is that they integrate with your browser. So uh, you can have the same functionality, but it's being protected by a stronger safe uh, if I may say that the concept here. So uh, those are functionalities that you can also take advantage of when you, when you have them. Yeah, you mentioned uh, using some of these best practices for passwords for them, you know, when logging into our teleperformance IT infrastructure. Um, you know, we now have 70% of our employees working from home now. And, and while we've given them some great tips on how to protect themselves in their personal life, what can our work from home agents do and our other employees to protect the company while they're working from home and, and potentially working on our, on our IT infrastructure? Okay, Jeff, no, that's, that's really important to talk about here. So the most important thing is authentication. And authentication is, is a concept that it might sound technical, but it is not. 
you authenticate all the time. <laughs> Basically, when you wake up and you look into the mirror, you authenticate that you're yourself. So this is the first step of authentication the whole day, right? So when you visit a site and you are working on a site, you will find out that you have to present your badge, right? So this is a level of authentication that we had when we were working from our sites. Now that we are from home, working from home, we need to have another way to know that who's sitting behind the desk, who's sitting behind the keyboard is our employee, right? So that's why, uh, again, the conversation on passwords is it's really relevant here, but also multi-factor authentication, I think is, is, is key here, right? Uh, it's important for, for us as a company and for our clients that the person interacting, generation, generation, generating the interaction with the client, with the customers, is an agent that we know that uh, work for us. So you have to use multi-factor authentication. It's been a, a really great effort worldwide to have this technology deployed for, for our employees. And if you are not using uh, multi-factor right now, and you're listening to this podcast, and you're working from home, then call your IT department because you should have MFA enabled as soon as possible. In that way, we can provide uh, a better service for our clients, right? So that's, that's the first thing that we, we need to be sure uh, that we have in, uh, enabled. The second, uh, if you see something, say something, right? So most of the time you, you are uh, chatting with your friends or something and, and you find out that there are some things that are normal on the conversation. And you just, you just raise your hand and say, hey, this is not something that should happen in here, should be, should be happening here. So uh, I just wanna mention this. So report what you see. And the second is if you're on your computer, somehow you see that the mouse is moving by itself, windows are opening and closing without you giving any, any command. Uh, I mean, raise your hand to do your IT department and say, hey, uh, something wrong is here and let the IT team check your computer. And third, and probably this is the biggest takeaway from, from all this conversation, Jeff, is just one click. What does it mean? That means that a threat actor and someone trying to harm you, your family or the company, uh, just need one click from your part to compromise the whole system, right? So be aware, be mindful on where you are clicking. That's, that's really important. And, and if you are aware of this, you will avoid a lot of risks at, at your personal level or at the corporate level, you will avoid that. So be mindful on, on where are you clicking and, and just one click and protect, the, protect yourself, protect your family and protect the, the company. I think that's, that's it, Jeff. Uh, that's some great advice, and I uh, definitely appreciate you taking some time to share your knowledge and experience with our employees here at Teleperformance and how to protect themselves at home. Um, I'd also like to put in a plug to kind of go along with Dick's last point of see, say, see something, say something, is we do have a global ethics hotline that has a direct line to our, our global security incident response team to investigate. So if you don't feel comfortable or you see if there's an issue reporting to your management team, please leverage that global ethics hotline and bring these uh, incidents to our attention. Again, Nicholas, uh, thank you so much today. And, uh, and I'll, I'll leave the last word for you to, uh, to kind of close us out. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, Jeff, for having me. 
it's been a pleasure to, to talk to you about these really important subjects uh, for, for our personal life and for our company as well. So thank you. Happy to, to talk again anytime soon. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.